Hey everybody, this is GR Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the crime and corruption that should never happen, but it's going to happen. This is season six of Crime and Corruption. Right now, we're going to be going into its motto time. Hey, remember this, rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. Hey, it's tax season, pay your bills, don't rob Peter to pay Paul. And do what you got to do. Get on that grind. Get on that hustle. By the way, this podcast is sponsored by BlackBlueElectronica.com. For all your electronic needs, get 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 it. Got it. Good. Don't forget that. Go to my BlackBlueElectronica.com. They help support my podcast. They help keep my podcast going so that you can get the content that you get at random content and more random times. I ask that. If you don't want to support my podcast by doing that, hey, do another support by putting it out on your social media and just put it out there and let people see my podcast on my on your social media tell them to listen i would appreciate that and for all the people from around the world you're listening to my podcast i thank you and i appreciate you this right here goes out this right here is the crime chronicles where we give a shout out to all the ogs and this crime chronicles we're going to be shouting out all the people of the men and women of the armed forces we're going to say they're out there in harm's way they allow us as citizens to be free so we can have our freedoms so we can speak our our terms and our language we can have freedom to say what we want to say so shout out to all you men and women in the u.s military with the army navy air force marines coast guard and space force that's the newest branch special shout out to all you ogs out there i want to say thank you and i appreciate you for all that you do and my hat's off to you. And I ask you to do me one favor. If you see someone that has a hat on that says Vietnam vet, all I ask you to do is when you see a Vietnam veteran, just say this one thing, welcome home. Just say that, I appreciate that. You don't have to do nothing. If you see a guy that's a Vietnam veteran has a hat on, that has that has that green and yellow design and you know the colors and you know his hat's salty and stuff, salt to the earth. Just see one of those Vietnam veterans. When you see him, don't say thank you for your service. Just say, welcome home. That's all they want because back in the days, back in that time during the 60s, from the late 60s to the mid 70s, those guys came back home. People didn't say, people never said welcome home. People were, they were getting spit on. People were getting thrown at, eggs thrown at them, water, rocks. People were dogging them, calling baby killers and stuff. And those guys right there had no choice because they were doing the time of Macklemore. And Macklemore was this guy who was, in the, who, was, who was at the White House who created this plan by initiating the U.S. draft. And this is what he did. He initiated the draft, drafting all these people. They had RA and they had VA. VAs are volunteers. VAs are volunteers. Those are people who signed up and said, I want to join the military. Those are people who were patriotic and wanted to join. And the RA were people that were in the draft. They had their draft number and they had to go in because their draft number came up and they went to war. And they went to war because of crime and stuff that they didn't want to go to war, but they had to because they had no choice. That was the time of the draft. And, and I want to say for those people right there, I want you to say welcome. Just say welcome home. Thank them. All right. Just say thank you. That's all I ask. Just say thank you. If you do that for me, and if you do that for me instead of whatever else with my podcast, I ask you, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Now, let's talk about what's going on right now. Do you know right now, if you don't know what's on the news and stuff, what's going on, Russia is um, going over into 
it, Russia is going over there and Russia is mobilizing over there and Ukraine and they're putting his um, military on high alert um, in the in the high alert in the code of high alert on they have this thing called yellow it's called green yellow and red they're on red they're not orange they're not purple they're on red and they're on high alert um, um, Vladimir Putin President Vladimir Putin of the Russian Federation um, the Russia because Russia is on high alert they're mobilizing all their military over there and they bought all their weapons all their all their howitzers their tanks their their ground forces they're all over there getting in ready and they're just waiting for that phone call from the president and President Vladimir Putin is over there just ready to go in and just do some damage because he wants what I mean he wants it and what it is is people are people are not in this state. People are wondering why is he doing this right now? Well, I'm gonna tell you why he's doing that right now. This is my hypothesis and what I've been noticing and stuff is that, see, Ukraine needed natural gas. And guess who had tons of crude natural gas? That would be Russia. Russia loaned them natural gas. And they couldn't pay the bill. They owe Russia money, lots of money. And Russia is like, hey, we want our money. Hey, hey, I, I, I gave you, you know, hey, I'm, I'm here. I got, I gave you my PO. This is my purchase order. You know, we'll, we'll do it like this, like a business. I gave you my purchase order. This is my PO. I sent you the products. You gave me, you know, your purchase order. Oh, your check bounced, and I want my money. Since your check bounced, and I need my money, Russia is now like, uh, we want our money. And since you're not giving me my money, um, I'm gonna take it. And he's going to mobilize his troops in there. And now the the Ukraines and stuff, people over there are saying, oh, the U.S. will help. Well, there's a problem. I watched this one video. There's a problem with that. See, there's a problem. See, um, our our current administration, which is a Democrat, it's not it's not it's not about Democrats or Republicans. It's just what our administration is doing. Our current administration is talking. They're talking about doing sanctions, and sanctions is saying that we're going to. Stop, we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna hit you where it hurts, the money. Well, there's a problem with that. See, President Putin is a multi-billionaire, super billionaire. Yes, he's rich and Russia has a lot of money and he has a lot of assets and stuff. And, and, and to be honest with you, Russia really doesn't need any of the sanctions that the US in, imposes on him. Even Russia don't care. The last time that we had a Democratic president, that was former President um, Barack Obama, and he did the sanctions when um, when he went to when Vladimir when, when President Vladimir Putin went to Crimea, and the annex of Crimea, and he went over there, crossed the red line. Um, former President Barack Obama said, "You cross the red line, you do it again." He did it. He did it again. We're going to sanction you. We're going to hit you where it hurts. And and what it what it um, Putin do? He he still went over there. He did. He did whatever he wanted to do. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what, Vladimir. I'm gonna tell you what President Putin is just like. Um, President Putin is just like the is just like the prime is just like the uh, supreme leader of North Korea, Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong Un. Il. Well, he, yeah, Kim. Yeah, yeah, the president of um, North Korea, Kim. Kim Jong Un. Because uh, I know it's his father and there's his grandfather. Yeah, well, that right there tells you right there. There, there are, they're just putting these massive sanctions 
And that's what the U.S. do. We're going to sanction you. We're going to take money from you. He doesn't care about, it's not about money. It's about what he wants. Because what, I'm actually, because I look at it from a logical point of view. What, he, what he's doing is he's trying to bring back the old Soviet Union. Do you know Russia is, um, you know, I asked, I, I did this thing. And this is something that's really funny. I did this thing, not funny, but I just did, I asked a bunch of people. I picked two countries and I said, tell me which country is communist. We have Russia and we have China. I said, which country is communist? 90% of the people said China. The reality is China is a communist country, always have been. Um, Russia is a democracy um, country because they did the total breakdown when Back then, that was when former president, former late president Ronald, Ronald Reagan was in office. And he went into it, um, president of Russia, which was Mikhail Gorbachev. He asked Mikhail Gorbachev to break that wall down to end communists. And Mikhail Gorbachev did. Russia did become a, become a democracy country. But when they elected when they elected President Putin to office, they forgot one important thing over there in Russia. No, it's, I mean, the U.S. They forgot one thing. Vladimir Putin speaks six languages. I think it's six or more languages. And he is a former KGB, former soldier for the KGB, which was um, the Russian military. KGB is like um, in the U.S., the Central Intelligence Agency, they are CIA, and he, lived in multiple countries, spoke multiple languages, and very, very powerful and very brutal. He's the type of president that he leads by example. Former, he leads by example. What I mean by lead by example, I mean he does everything first. He does everything by example. He says, if you, if you don't believe me, he, he's like, um, I'm, I'm leaving the cards out. It's like, it's like playing, it's like playing poker. He actually show you his cards and then and then go ahead and start betting. He sit there, you know how when you play blackjack or or when you play Texas Hold'em, you know how you, you know, you some cards you, you keep fold it down. If you're playing um, poker, you know, like a full house, a straight, a flush, a royal flush or whatever. Or whatever you're doing when you're playing, you know, poker. No, no, he, he's like this. He shows all his cards and then be like, all right, I, I'm all in. That's President Putin. He's all in. And it's a sad thing that what he's doing, people are, people are in the U.S., we're getting our information that we get from the, our local, listen carefully, the information that we're getting from our local, from our national media, as well as local, when they talk about what's going on in Russia, is not necessarily the truth. If we're only getting what they allow us because they have to make money, in order to make this story more plausible, they have to tell us stuff that we need to, that we want, that we need to hear, that we want to, that we need to hear, not that we need, that we want to hear, not that we need to hear. They don't tell the truth. They bend the truth. And that's what happens when it comes to Russia, when it comes to going on with Russia. And I mean, seriously, I mean, when we look at that, what's going on over there, I mean, I mean, seriously, when we look at the next, I had to go, I had to go and do some research looking around what's going on over there and I saw what they're doing I mean he's I mean this guy's the most powerful one of the most powerful men in the world and he doesn't care 
the reason why I say that if you don't, if you don't, the reason why I say he doesn't care, because let me explain something to you. During the during the Winter Olympics in, in Beijing, China, when they had the opening ceremonies, President Putin was seen with Prime Minister we with um with the Prime Minister of with the Rush with the Chinese Prime Minister President Xi Jinping. They were sitting there together talking. Now, you got a communist president and a democracy president hanging together. Yes, talking and talking together. And do you also know that the U.S. government depends, the U.S. economy depends on China. Russia also makes tons of oil. None of that oil is for the U.S., but a lot of that oil is for our allies. So because we are part of NATO, the North, of, the North American Alliance Agreement is NATO, North American Alliance Organization, NATO, where there's tons of different countries all in one. The NATO, the, the, Allied, the NATO commander is looking at what's going on over there. That's something they didn't talk about that. NATO was looking at that and they're watching it. Um, the, US, the, the U.S. with the United Nations, the United Nations is also having a special meeting. They also, NATO, they also, the U.N. sent an envoy to Russia to talk to Vladimir Putin to tell him, please, they're pleading with him. Here's what they're doing. They're begging him, please don't do this. And here's the problem. You tell someone, please don't do this. I'm begging you. You're begging. Why? I don't understand this one. You beg someone to not do something. Come on. You're going to tell someone what he can and cannot do? That's that, that's that man's country. That man can do, here's what I say. That man can do whatever he wants to do. He can do whatever he wants and he's gonna do it. And I mean, seriously, he's gonna do whatever he wants to do. And he's going, if he's going to um, invade that country, he can do it and he's going to invade it. And I'm seriously saying that he's going to do it because he's that powerful. And who's going to stop? And the question is, is, who's going to stop it? We have U.S. military over there. We have military over there. Also, I also noticed when I was looking around that the U.S., that the president under Allied commands, president under um, under Pacific West commands, under um, the Pacific West, the Pacific commander, Pacific Allied commander decided to take some carriers some U.S. military carriers to put them over there in that area. Um, the United States Marine Corps, as well as the United States Army, as well as the Air Force, and some of the Navy are on, are on standby. They're on full standby, meaning that they're just waiting for that phone call. And then when they get that phone call, that means that the U.S. is gonna be going into another war. Look what happened with Afghanistan. This is a prime example. Look what happened with Afghanistan. We went to war with Afghanistan. We was over there for like 20 something years. Seriously. And I mean, it was something that we really don't need to be in there. But because we are this, we are this like, um, I always, I, I use it like this as a good example. The Marine Corps is America's 911 force. When shit, when shit hits the fan, you call the Marines. When something goes on in the world, we call them Marines. Do you know that the U.S. military, do you know that the United States has military bases as well as um, embassies that are ran by the U.S. military in almost every country? Almost every country. I didn't say every country, almost. And do you know 
that in every country we have, every country that there's a military base, that the countries don't have military bases here in the U.S. Do you know that North Korea, do you know that South Korea doesn't have a military base over here? Do you know that in Europe there's no military bases over here? None. In Italy there's no military bases nor no naval bases either. We have military bases in every country but none. They have none of theirs in our country. Do you know that um, this is something that you probably did not understand or didn't know. Do you know that um, Venezuela, Venezuela as well as Guatemala, Venezuela especially, the president of Venezuela came to the U.S. and at the time, president, at the time it was former President Trump was in office. And Venezuela, President Trump was in office before President Trump was um, President Barack Obama. Um, was in office and Obama was in office at the time. This is when it happened um, Venezuela said um, Said um, let's talk and he's like, okay um, President Obama was like I, I want to put some military bases. I want to put a military base in Venezuela They said you're more than welcome to he's like good. We'll get our contractors over there. We'll get some US contractors We'll get some U.S. contractors come over there and we'll get something to build it and stuff and they'll build this base and stuff. And he was like, good. He turned around and said, I want to put a military base in the U.S. And he said, no. He just said no. And I didn't understand that you, I mean, we can put bases in any other country, but they can't put bases here. I don't understand why we can't have mil why they can't put their bases over here. They said because of national security. But what about over in their country? What about their national security? I guess the US doesn't really care about other countries' national security. Their national security. I don't get that one. How they can put bases, we can put bases in their countries, but they can't have theirs in our country? I don't understand that one. Here's one. Do you know Do you know in Saudi Arabia we help build the Saudis? We help build Saudi Arabia. We help build the Saudis. We help them with their infrastructure where American contractors help build their power plant. We help them build their um, sanitation department. We help them we have contractors over there build their um, their dam and everything and um, the wells of Zimzim, the wells of Zamzam. The US helped build that whether a U.S. contractor helped build that, massive contract helped build that. Now, here's the question. What I don't understand is that we can put military bases in every other country, but they can't put it here. People always tell me, it's because of national security. But what about their countries? National security. So what about the national security with the U.S.? Why can't we have their, why can't they put their bases over here? I would love to have foreign countries over here. Reason being is that we, one hand washes the other. We should always be willing to share. But no, we don't do that. You know, we have more military bases. We lease more military bases around the world. Somebody once told me, what do you mean? I said, there's more military bases around the world that we have. There's like about, I think about 500 military bases totally 
military bases, small installations. We share bases with other countries, like um, like in like in like in France, we have a military base over there. Like in like in Germany, there's military bases over there. Ramstadt Air Base. There's Frankfurt. We have U.S. military over there. But do you know that Germany doesn't have a military base here in the U.S.? Oh, but you can come over here and train, but you can't have a base over here. I don't understand that. Why can't they have a base here? Why can't we have bases like that? Why can't we share? We're supposed to be this, we're supposed to be this democracy, but why can't we do that? And if you ask the president, he'll say some excuse. Well, our national security, our intelligence and stuff. Eh, I think we are just a little bit picky when we do things like that. And when it comes to um, President Putin, I think, you know, we might end up going to another war. And we're going to spend more money that we don't have. We're going to start taxing more people that we don't have. Half cent sales tax, quarter cent sales tax here. Start taking money from the rich. The rich get, the rich get taxed again, again and again. And the rich will be like, uh, I'm, moving my company. I'm moving my company out of the U.S. Because y'all are taxing me way too high. I don't like that. So I'm leaving. Boom. Done. Another, another, boom. Done. No, done, 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 done. And these, and this is what's going on, you know. And the U.S. is, is hurting. We are hurting. We have no money, but we, but we're willing to go and spend tons of millions. We spend billions of dollars, not on the military. We're not going to talk about what we spend on the military. We're not talking about that. We spend billions of dollars giving foreign aid to other countries. But what about when we need help? Do you know that China is the one country out of all the countries in the world, China's the one country that can bankrupt us, can bankrupt the United States of America. How? Because 90% of all products that we get is made in China. We have nothing made in Russia. We have none of our products made in Russia. It's all made in China. Everything's made in China. Yeah. And then what China's doing with the Uyghurs is really atrocious, really atrocious what they did to them. They're doing what you call ethnic cleansing. They're, they're doing what the U.S. did to the Native Americans. All the indigenous people here in America lost their language. They had to go to a school to learn how to speak America. You couldn't speak their native tongue. If you're a Navajo, oh, you couldn't speak Navajo. If you're Apache, you couldn't speak Apache. If you are Cheyenne, Cree, if you are Lakota, you couldn't speak Lakota. You couldn't speak that. You had to learn how to speak Anglo-Saxon English, America. You couldn't speak their language. If you did, you got in trouble. You got punished. Kids were punished. They had to go to a special school to learn how to speak English. And that's a sad thing that we, as America, was, was what China was doing. China is doing the same thing. They got these concentration camps. They call training centers. That's what they said. That's what uh, you know they said. But if you look at Amnesty International, they are saying that they're not doing right, and it's true they're not. But hey, we're, we live in America. It's not our problem. But yet still, Amnesty International is writing letters and campaigning and saying that we need to fix that. Truly, we do need to fix it because it's America. We live in a country where we 
don't care about other countries. We should. So when I talk about what's going over there and what's going over there with Russia, I'm telling you, Russia right now is a country that is going to do what he's going to do. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. Russia's going to do whatever he wants to do. And I mean, that, that's Mother Russia. And here in America, I'm, you can't, you can't not do what you, you can't not say anything because it's just the politics. It's all political. See, it's all politics. It's a political game of cat and mouse. It's like playing the game of chess or like playing checkers. For young people, we'll say checkers. If you play chess, then you know the moves, the strategies and stuff. That's how it is. And if you play the game Go, trust me, that's a game. Oh, God, I'm still playing that game. Whew, took me forever to play that game because you got to make a move. Got to be, got to make it, you know, strategically. Listen, this is my thing. This is my POV. POV stands for point of view. Russia's going to do what Russia's going to do. And we might end up going to war. We might end up going to war. Do we want to go to war? No, not really. Do we want to go there and fight? No, we don't. Our military right now, people say the military that we have is the best that we have. Yeah. We do. We do have the best military. We get the best and the brightest. We have drones. We have our Ospreys, we got our Blackhawks, we got our Apaches, you know, we got our Sorskis. We got it. We got the best military, and we can do really good. But the problem is, is that, I mean, we have to go over there because we do have military over there. We have the National Guards over there, and uh, over there, you know, training and stuff, getting ready. And these people just, I don't know, you know, just what? What do we do? You know, oh, oh, and I mean, it's just, you got to look at it from a logical, strategic move. And, and this is what's going to happen. If we do go, who's going to pay that bill? Who's going to pay the bill for us to get over there? Because you got, I mean, it costs to send the U.S. military over there. And then that's another bill that he has to take to Congress and ask congress for money to pay for us to go to war now if we don't now see here's the thing if we don't go over there say let's just let's say for shits and giggles we don't go over there let's say we don't get involved we don't do anything and he goes over there and he takes that country he can do that now nato now the un will turn around and say the united nation will turn around and have a meeting because the united nations office is in the United Nations has, they will have a meeting and they will sit there and they will go to, they will send their, they will send their, the ambassador to the UN will come back to the president and say, Mr. President, the UN had a meeting. They want to know, can the US intervene? Now, the president will either say yes or he will say no. Now, to be honest, he doesn't want to go to war. I mean, seriously, this president does not want to go to war. Trust me, he doesn't want to go to war. He'd rather sit there and be on his phone 
and sit there and have a conversation and say, look, please don't do this. Don't make me do what don't make me do what I'm supposed to do. Don't make me do what you don't want. Don't make me do what I am wanting to do. And and President Putin's going to be like, well, you do what you got to do. You know, if we talk like we're from the let's talk like we're from the streets. He'll be like this. Hey, Putin, don't make me send my boys over there. Don't make me send my boys and girls over there, my men and women. Don't make me send them over there. And he'll be like, Putin be like, uh, you do what you got to do. I'm going to do me, you do you. Okay? Cupcake. And that's what's going to happen. And, and, you know, and right now they're talking. They're, all he's doing is talking. Now that might actually work in the benefit of, that might actually benefit and help. Because that might actually work. If he, if he does accept the deals that 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 our president president joseph r biden does set for president putin and talks to him and he says this is what i want you to do please do this this and that that might work we'll look at it like this that might actually work and if it does work great then we don't have to go to war but to be honest with you he got a lot of military power he got a lot of he got too many troops over there and i mean when you have that many troops over there they just have to actually want to want to work and and they got to want to work and they got to want to do these things correctly so i mean i'm just telling you right now to be honest with you i think he's going to just invade it it's any day now that he's going to invade that country and he's going to just do what he's going to do and that's what he's going to do i mean seriously he's going to do what he's going to do we're going to see and if he does, I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking on social media and checking out the news feeds and stuff because I have like seven different I have like 20 different news feeds that I look at. I just don't look at the the major news feeds: NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, you know, stuff like that. No, I look at the other networks like Reuters. I also look at like um, RTTV, and I look at Sky News. You know, I look at what's going on and I check to see what's going on and stuff. And I do say that I will check in that plus some other local stuff that I look over there. You know, you know, so, uh, yeah, you know, and I look to see yeah, I look and I see what he's going to do. So I will be checking on all my other social media. And plus, I look I look what's going on over in Twitter and stuff. And I've been checking. And I will get back with y'all to check and see what's going on with Twitter and stuff. To see how, if he's going to do it or what he's going to do. Because I, I like Twitter because Twitter shows it right then and there. About what he's doing. It shows actual live feeds and stuff. And, and I'm going to be looking at that, alright? To check and see what's going on and if it does happen i'm going to pop up and put another podcast out about what's going on over there and tell you about did he invade or whatever and if he does and what's going to happen or we're going to send military over because there's military already there see we have we have a military base the closest military base we have we have we have a military base and we have one in korea we have the one in north we have the one in south korea and seoul um we also have um we have one in seoul we have um, the biggest military base is, is Camp Humphrey in Seoul, Korea, and we also have we also have the one up there, and we also have a base up there in Pohang with the Rock Marines, with the Rock Marines, Republic of Korea, the South Korean Marines, 
we have a base over there, we have military over there. We also have the biggest base also. We have a, we have a drop off point, which is we also have the military base over there in, in Japan. The U.S. has a big base over there in, in, in Japan. We have it over in the main island of Japan, which is in over there in Pearl. We have one over there in, we have one near, we have one in Misawa. We have one over there in Yokosuka, the naval ports and stuff over there. Plus we have Okinawa, which have the U.S. Marine Corps over there in Okinawa. That's third fleet over there, over there in Okinawa. We have third over there in Okinawa. You know, third divisions over in Okinawa because they never come back here. What happened with them? That's another podcast on why the why third division, third Marine division cannot come back to the states. I can actually tell you the whole story. One story. They ran. They colors. They ran. They colors. That's all. That's it. So they got first Marine division, and plus we have third fleet down in San Diego, second fleet, third fleet down in San Diego and stuff. And plus we have the um, the bases uh, on the West Coast. We have Camp Pendleton. We also have Macaxi Marine Air Ground Combat Center, Twenty Nine Palms. Plus we have the air stations, skate stations and stuff, Miramar and stuff like that. So we have enough people that we can actually, and plus we also have a joint base over there in Guam. See, we have, and we also have one, I think it's in um, Australia. We have a port in Australia. See, we have places, we have military everywhere. And we have the military out there in the ocean on the carriers and the destroyers and the battleships and the nuclear subs. So they're all out there waiting. They're just waiting for that call. They're just waiting for that call to see what's going to happen. And that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be waiting to see what's going on over there. And that right there is going to let you know about what's going to happen over there, about what they're going to be doing. And see, and I will let you know when I, when I find out more, I'm going to podcast it, all right? Hey, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I want to say to each and every one of y'all, hey, hey, this is something you need to be, if you're not getting your new, if you're not, if you know, if you don't care about what's going on in the world, a lot of people say, that has nothing to do with me. It does. It does. What goes on in that war? What goes on over there uh, with um, Russia and, and Ukraine and stuff like that and all of those places over there? It has a lot to affect with us. The reason why is because, <clears throat> what, how, why is it, people say, why does it affect us? Because we're going to end up, if we have to go to war, we're going to end up paying for it. And the U.S. is going to end up raising taxes. Our debt ceiling is going to get higher and higher. And we're going to be spending more money to fight a war that we should not have to go into. And I know that the president doesn't want to go to war. So that's why he's doing all these sanctions and stuff. So I will let you know about what's going on and tell you about what's going on and keep you up in the loop, loop and everything. And I'm going to be sitting there on my tablet, on my laptop, checking out what's going on and stuff. And, and I will let you know. I'll check with RT. RT News and Sky News and stuff, and also with Al Jazeera, because Al Jazeera will post, will broadcast about what's going on over there. Because there's a lot of um, reporters that are embedded over there in the Ukraine area and stuff like that. And also there's some over there, and there's some over there in St. Petersburg, um, over there and Moscow. They're over there getting the story, getting it actually from the ground story. So I will let you know about what's going on, all right? This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, and y'all be safe, you have fun, and keep listening, and I'll keep broadcasting, all right? Bravo Six, going dark.